Welcome to Pep Talk with Grace. I'm Grace and every episode I bring you a short podcast with, you guessed it, a good old-fashioned pep talk. Each time we dive into a new area of life, business or career, something that we could all do with a little pep talk on. It'll be informative, practical and most of all a little bit inspiring. So let's jump on in. Kia and welcome to Pep Talk. Today we're going to be kicking into a quick Pep Talk all about career and this is actually our second to last episode of the season and the year so I am soaking up the Pep Talk goodness while I can. So whether you are a traditional employee right now or you're running your own business at the moment, our career is a pretty fundamental actually really really huge part of our adult lives. So the average person spends 90,000 hours at work over their lifetime. That's a third of our life and given the next biggest chunk after that is actually spent sleeping, it makes it an even more major part of our days and our years. So it's safe to say that how we feel about our work really impacts our happiness in life. And that kind of leads us to one of my kind of biggest areas of advice around career, which is that your work and your career isn't just something that happens to you. You plan and control it. You need to take the reins and create your career really deliberately. Be cautious about rolling along for the ride through a career or a progression path just because it's what's expected or normal or because it's what everyone does. Always take time to check yourself. Check how you're feeling with where you're at and get strategic about what you enjoy and what you want to spend your days doing and where you want to be down the road. And I feel like a really good test that you can do right now to gauge where you're at with this is the Sunday evening test. How do you feel on a Sunday evening. Do you get that kind of impending sense of dread that tends to kick in around Sunday kind of early afternoon when your brain registers that it's back to work on Monday morning? Does your tummy kind of sink and your mood take a dive at the thought of getting ready for work tomorrow? Or on the flip side, do you feel kind of like a little bit excited and you're looking forward to digging into your work week and the tasks that you're going to have ahead of you and the meetings that you've got coming up and the challenges you're about to face? I feel like that test of how you feel on a Sunday evening is such a good indicator of your job and how it is serving you at the moment. And can I just say, in case it wasn't obvious, that sense of dread on a Sunday evening It doesn't have to be that way. Sure, a lot of people might feel like that. It might be quite normal, but you don't have to feel like that. So perhaps maybe if that little test kind of strikes a chord with you and you do feel that way sometimes, take that as a little sign that it might actually be time to do some digging into your career and ask yourself some tough questions about it. 
Of course, I'm not in la-la land. I know nobody has a job that they love 100% of the time. Even a dream job type scenario, you know, like those jobs you hear advertised on social media, like testing hotel rooms or, or being an ice cream taste tester. Even those things are going to have some downsides. I know that. But for the most part, trust me when I say it is actually possible to have or create a job that you actually look forward to on a Sunday evening. And the other myth that I want to bust a little bit on career is around the traditional career path. I know for our generation, we saw our parents growing up with a very traditional career path. For example, my mum my is a lawyer and my dad is an engineer and they had the same jobs the entire time I was growing up. And, you know, you can kind of see how you think when you're younger, especially, that that's just what you do. You study something after high school, you get a job in that area, and you do that job until you retire. Now, I'm sure you don't need me to tell you this, but that is so not the case anymore. Modern careers are fluid, and we are so much more likely to have several careers, actually, in our lifetime. I think there was this kind of lingering vibe or inherited belief that changing jobs is bad. Like that it, maybe it shows that you're flaky or you can't commit or you're a bad worker. But no, nowadays most people and employers know that is not true. Of course we don't want to be changing jobs every five minutes. Trust me as an employer, I know it will raise alarm bells. But any hiring manager, I think, worth their weight will much more respect you for wanting to grow and further your career much more than staying in a job you hate just because it looks good on your CV. Luckily, I busted that myth pretty quickly myself and it's safe to say that my career has been anything but traditional. My, my parents probably freaking out about it, but I've pretty much had every kind of job, um, work or career in my time. Retail, hospitality, working in a pie factory, which I think everyone should do, working in the government sector, working in a private law firm, a bakery, I've had my own business, and now I work as a general manager of another business, Angel Delivery. And now I'm an, I'm an employer who employs people and nurtures other people's careers now. So that might all kind of seem flaky on paper. I mean, to be fair, a lot of that were my kind of school and university jobs. But all of that, my career has actually been very carefully planned and managed. And most importantly, it's all been driven by my personal desire to work in alignment with my passion and my values. And it's all been really strategic to get me to where I am now. Righty-ho, before we go too far into this topic, we're going to bring in the experts on this. Samantha Gadd is the founder of Humankind, which is an HR agency helping New Zealand employers to create the best workplaces, and they have a huge focus on employee experience. And on that note, Sam has also recently stepped back from Humankind a little bit to found the Employee Experience Design School, which is an online program around designing workplace culture.
I just knew that Sam would be a perfect person to do some brain picking with all about Korea. No doubt she has seen it all and then some in her time and also I'm sure she's learned a lot along the way. So I'm excited to share her wisdom with you. Let's see what Sam has to say. I started Humankind about nine and a half years ago. Um, and Humankind is um, a consulting company helping organisations across New Zealand build better workplaces. Um, and it's definitely been a roller coaster of a journey. Um, today, just super proud of where Humankind's at. We've got about 34 people across Auckland, Wellington. Um, and um, I am seven weeks out of leading that business. So I've got an incredible leadership team um, and an amazing CEO who's been with me for about five years now. Her name's Kaylin Ponty, and she now runs Humankind, and I've stepped out to work on another project um, called Employee Experience Design School, which is something that we hope um, will empower you know people around the globe to take an employee-centered approach to designing better employee experiences. So watch this space. <laughs> when I think of career, I think, we're not just going to have one for a start, you know? So um, I think, you know, maybe in our parents' generation, they trained to be something or do something and then they stuck to that and that's what they did. Um, but I think what we all know now is that we're going to have multiple careers and multiple opportunities and um, it'll be a bit of a journey for us. So I think that's why it's, this topic's even more important because we really learn need to learn how to navigate that and, and make good choices. Um, but when I think about career, it's about... Um, you know, how we spend our time um, working and and what we're doing with that time. For me, I think the, the, the best way that people can go about that is really to network from, from quite a young age, you know, really learn about what other people do and learn about their career journeys. And the more questions you ask, and that can start just with your family, you know, an extended family, and then maybe if they um, have people that they can introduce you to and just going out for a coffee and finding out about their career journey, what they do for a living, you know, what a, what a normal day, week, month looks like in that job and just start learning about the different options that are out there. Um, I think that's a really good idea for young people these days. So 10 years in, you've probably got a pretty good idea about some of the different options that are out there. And, um, and you also probably, probably, probably got a pretty good idea about what you what you enjoy and what you don't enjoy and so I I mean I really love thinking about um, what's possible and even at 10 years in you know that networking thing I think still goes a really long way um, and also I think um, really looking for organizations that you're passionate about so I you know I really believe in you know people are motivated by purpose and so it might not necessarily be the job that you are looking for but possibly an organization that you believe in and want to join so starting to really lift your head up and look at who's out there what what different organizations are, are doing what sort of things um, and and getting out there and meeting people and really thinking about where you want to take your career next I think a lot of people now are um, working to live not living to work <laughs> you know is that real difference and some people it really I think it's a stage and age thing as well um, some people go through different periods of their lives where they're like actually travel and other experiences are really important you know the classic Kiwi moving to London and doing bar work when they might have had a you know a great job in, in, in New Zealand but that enabled them to travel and have other experiences and I think you know it's kind of seasons um, and some people want to have a few years where 
they literally are just working so that they can have other experiences and, and live their life and maybe achieve other goals. Um, and, and then at other times, it is really about where's my career going to take me? What am I going to learn? You know, the next step, climbing to, you know, throughout different roles or moving into different organisations. And yeah, it's, it's, it is just a personal choice thing. I really believe that, you know, we need to take control of our own careers as well. And, um, you know, I, I used to work in a law firm before I um, started my own business. That was probably about 14 years ago now that I was employed by a law firm and just incredible people there. But I just saw so many people that kind of got on the treadmill when they were at university of becoming a summer clerk and then a law clerk and then a first year and second year, third year, fourth year. And then all of a sudden they sort of look outside sort of after five years in the law and they're like I'm not even sure this is what I want to do but they've actually never had to deliberately think about their career because the steps just sort of kept getting put in front of them and I think you know my one piece of advice for people is just don't stay on the treadmill like make sure you're looking either side and and being really deliberate about your choices rather than letting other people or organizations drive your career for you you're not getting up every day like you know feeling good about going to work and feeling great about your contribution and feeling motivated about the projects or the the problems you're trying to solve then you know I would say start proactively thinking about if that's the right place for you to be Um, I really firmly believe and you know the, the early purpose of my business was to help people to love what they do I really firmly believe that people should love what they do um and of course don't get me wrong not every day is perfect and um you know every job has the bits that you don't like but generally you should you should be really engaged and and energized by you know by what you do and if people are talking to you and asking you about your job and you don't feel that energy and your eyes don't light up then I do wonder whether you're in the the right profession it does take quite a lot of courage to kind of make those first steps I think firstly is like start thinking about things that you are really passionate about so you know are there topics or organizations or problems that you sort of really light up about when you when you're in conversation about those um, and really start to kind of explore those and sit down and start thinking about you know, if you could see yourself in a couple of years, two or three years time, where would you be, you know, ideally, who would you be surrounded by, what sort of organisations would you be in, you know, and I think really starting to get a bit of vision about where you could be. Um, Also, I think, you know, talk to people and just talk to lots of people, I would say, because I I also really believe in the power of sort of putting something out there and then things just coming, you know, that power of attraction. Um, And I think it's amazing once you start telling a few people about, maybe what you're not enjoying or the things that you would love to do all of a sudden those things just show up in your life I just I I really believe in that I mean I think you know it's really hard to even know how a job feels within that first six months because you're generally still kind of learning the organization and learning the ropes I think you know a good couple of years in a role is when you're really starting to master things so obviously that doesn't mean that you have to stay in a role that you hate for that long but if I'm looking at CVs for people and you know over the years I've literally looked probably thousands of CVs um, people that sort of spend six months eight months nine months in a role and maybe do that a couple of times it's not a great indication Um, and I also think you know that's why it's so important to really do your research before you take on a job Um, don't just jump you know for the first opportunity or um, really make sure the role is is what you're looking for and um, you know in a market like today um, it's not just organizations that have the power it's really you as a as an individual that has the power and make sure that you are interviewing them as much as they're interviewing you.
don't just think about yourself in this situation. So if it's more money that you want or the next opportunity, really think about what's in it for your leader and the organization. And if you kind of go with a bit of a balanced argument, um, then I think you're going to feel a more confident because you're not just talking about yourself. I think when you talk about just yourself, it can get quite emotional quite easily. Whereas if you're sort of thinking about you know, the contribution you're making to the organization and where the organization is going and why you fit in a particular way or why your value might have increased to the organization because of a particular thing. It's a little bit more objective um, and it will give you a bit more confidence and also show the, you know, show your leader that you are thinking about the commercial realities of the organization and not just yourself. Um, so I think, you know, do your preparation, think about the impact that you're making, you know, think about the justification for why you want more money or that next opportunity from the perspective of yourself, your leader and your organization and, and that should help. I think if you've got an idea or, you know, you want to make a change, honestly, just do it. Like waiting and waiting for that right moment. There's never the right moment to make a shift and it's always going to feel a bit scary. Um, and if you're thinking about sort of starting something on your own, I think if you talk to anyone that's done that, they would never have regretted when they did it. Everyone would probably say, I just wish I did it earlier. So if you're sitting there waiting to make a change, um, yeah, just just take that leap. Big thank you to Sam for taking the time for a chat and for sharing her career tips with us. If you want to find out more about what Sam is up to and her new project we talked about, you can head to humankind.nz for more. And there are links there to the Employee Experience Design School as well. All right, a big thank you to you as well for having a listen to Pep Talk today. I'm loving diving into these topics of life and career and business with you. And I hope that you've been picking up a tip or two along the way as well. Before we go, there is one thing you can do in return. Will you do me a little favor? Maybe just tell a friend about Pep Talk. If one of these topics we've talked about or one of the past interviews with founders has resonated with you, I would love for you to share it on your social media or just let someone know to have a listen because the more we can share this inspiration and information, the better. And of course, remember to tag at Pep Talk with Grace when you do share so that you can get some snaps for sharing as well. Until next time, bye.